345 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. And it is a big day for some people that I know. And one of those people is Jonathan Ellis. And he is investigative reporter and columnist for Argus Leader Media. And uh, a few years ago, he and I got involved in a little little uh, uh, dispute with the city of Sioux Falls over certain documents related to the settlement of the uh, the threatened lawsuit over the siding at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. And today we won. Mr. Ellis, congratulations and thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's uh, been a very exciting day if you're somebody who is into transparency in government like i am like you are like many of us are why why do you continue to fight this good fight mr ellis there's a softball question for you <laughs> <laughs> that is well i mean hey, we, we do this because we believe in in holding government accountable to the people who pay the bills i mean we're we're out there i mean you know i take my job as as a, as a watchdog for the taxpayers and if you don't have access to just basic government documents, you don't know um, uh, what's happening. I, hey, I'm writing a story right now, as you know, before I got on this phone call, about a government official who stole a bunch of money. And so we are, you know, that's we're here to try to uh, ensure that the taxpayers, uh, you know, that the government is accountable to those people who pay the bill. That's why I'm. That's why I'm in this job. And so days like today, which are few and far between, especially in South Dakota, um, where we win a legal battle. Uh, you, you sort of take a moment and say, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you take a deep breath. You, I, as I said on Twitter this morning, as soon as I, I I'm going to try to be gracious as a victor. I'm not going to yeah. rub any, yeah, but I mean, come on. I mean, you know, this, this is a, uh, I mean, we could dissect the city's opinion or the city's argument on why this contract wouldn't have been released. And their argument basically they could have, uh, they could have settled any, they could have basically closed off any contract, uh, to the public, there would have all yeah. been secret if they'd wanted to, and that's uh, that's a crazy argument. Yeah, and it's what's wild about it is that, and if you go and if you read Jonathan's story that's on ArgusLeader.com right now, or read what will be finished up tomorrow, um, it's about a comma, and Jonathan explains it pretty well. And the decision really gets into like the the uh, canon of grammatics or whatever that is from from the Supreme Court. And it really is about what word modifies which. It's kind of a crazy opinion in that regard, isn't it? it, it yeah, it's um, it, it is definitely heavy on the grammar and you know proper usage. Um, you know, we conceded. I think we've conceded, and our lawyer John Arneson conceded that it wasn't written well. Um, but do you let a comma, you know, undermine the entire intent uh, of, of the 2009 legislation? You know, I was in peer in 2009 covering this this issue and others uh, in the legislature. Do you let a stupid comma undermine the entire intent of what the legislature had, and which was to open up uh, government records to the public? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and, and our argument, of course, was that no, you don't let a, a comma do this. Um, sure, sure, maybe the legislature needs to needs to to fix that. Um, but you know, you also have to look at what the legislative intent was, and the legislative intent was was to open up, you know, record, the presumption that most, you know, that many government records are going to be open to the public. So, uh, thankfully, a majority it wasn't a unanimous court decision, but a majority on the on the court uh, agreed with us, uh, and maybe 
you know, the legislature will fix the little comma. But, you know, I, I think more broadly speaking, the legislature needs to uh, address the issue of whether governments can uh, even enter into confidential settlements in court cases to begin with. And that's uh, that's an exception in the, in the law, and I think that that's something that, again, uh, needs to be looked at. I don't think that governments should be allowed to, you know, enter confidential settlements uh, because a lot of bad stuff can happen if they do. Yeah, because now you were on... Weren't you on the original AG's task force that that looked into public records laws? Yeah, I've, the original one was probably predates my time here, but you know, the, I was on one that uh, in 2011, I believe it was, mm-hmm. uh, and then more recently, I was on on one um, that was the governor's, and then more recently, the attorney general had one that addressed just the sort of law enforcement issues. So the. How many? The original law went into effect in two thousand nine, but the the it was and we had uh, Marty Jackley on this show last week, I think, talking about how it didn't turn out as intended because of these exceptions. Now, how many exceptions did they put in there? Do you remember? Oh, there are uh, at least a couple dozen, probably more. Um, and this and the exceptions, and some of them make sense. I mean, for example, they have. You know, exceptions for personal identifying information, like social security numbers, mm-hmm. things like that. You could make, I mean, you can make arguments that, uh, for example, they have some some provisions that, uh, you know, protect um, archaeological sensitive sites, things like that. You know, there, there are lots of different exceptions, um, and some of them are are argue, ones that, if you actually believe in transparency, are, are a little harder to defend. And that, you know, specifically. You know, uh, government officials' calendars, uh, those are not public records. Mm-hmm. Those, those are routinely public records in other states. Um, emails, not public records. Or correspondence, not public records in South Dakota. Again, routinely uh, considered public records in other places. And then, of course, this this uh, confidential court settlement uh, uh, exemption. Uh, again, that's just something that's generally unheard of um, in in other states. Yeah. Now, uh, Uber producer Dan Peters uh, signals me that there are 27 exceptions. 27 exceptions. Woo! That's a lot of exceptions. Uh, I have asserted on this program just moments ago that they need to go back to the original uh, proposal and start over because a lot of those exceptions just gut the law. And this is one of those, uh, it's an example of it where you created this portal for people to just sidestep the intent of public public records and it's our law still is terrible yeah it's yeah even even with the favorable ruling that we received today on the comma issue um there are still uh, yeah right a number of exemptions that you know are, are dubious and that should be uh reviewed again if you if you want transparency in government and good government these are these are issues that you should um uh, care about and you know, I, I think you can you can go through there. I'm happy to go through there line by line and and, mm-hmm. and discuss what I think is is good government, what's bad government. We got uh, we got the mug shots this year. That was one thing that got opened up. Uh, what what's the next thing you think needs to be opened up in terms of op- to make our government more transparent? Um, I would argue that there should be more uh, more access to police reports. Which really there are not access to now, um, and then I, I really think again this whole issue of courts and uh, you know governments and, and confidential settlements and court cases is ripe for abuse. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't take much. So, if, so let's say you're a public official and you want to have a confidential contract. Well, it doesn't take much just to have a little file a court action and then and then settle it immediately, but mm-hmm. then have this contract confidential. I mean, these are these are areas ripe for abuse. And and if people don't think that that's this kind of stuff isn't happening, I mean, I, I would point them to a story that uh, my colleague, I think John Holt, did not too long ago, in which he examined, you know. How many times this, these confidential contracts uh, have been entered into, and it's many, many times. And yep. this is tax, this is taxpayer money we're talking about. You know, you don't know where this money's going to. Right. And the fact of the matter is that there's all kinds of stuff out there that we just never find out about uh, as citizens because the media can't get it either. And so, you know, we don't even know what's behind the other side of that wall. I would contend that you know, there's probably more fraud and abuse than certainly we know about. I think there was a. Um, yesterday, if I didn't, maybe or sometime this week, you know, I saw a uh, headline where um, a Department of Revenue auditor mm-hmm. was charged with fraud. Um, I'm again writing a story right now uh, about a government official who embezzled money. Um, so these things are happening, and access to uh, to records uh, is very important. Yeah, Jonathan Ellis, he is the investigative reporter and columnist for Argus Leader Media and uh, writing the story about the Supreme Court decision that said that the city's secret settlement over the Denny Premier, Denny Sanford Premier Center sighting was not right. So, Jonathan, congratulations and thank you for being here. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate it. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. You keep 